Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Everybody to Neon Twilight on on Nightlight Radio. Um, Want to thank Ken Quiethawk for his intro, um, and you know encourage you to look look him up on the internet. Um, he is a native storyteller, and he and his wife have been preserving uh, the the history of and cosmology of Native Americans through their uh, native storytelling, and it is a profound experience. Please seek it out. Neon, Neon Twilight tonight with your host, Solaris Blue Raven, is going to be going into some very interesting topics. I'm very excited to be here with her, and um, welcome to your show, Solaris. Well, thank you, Barbara, and it's lovely to be here and, and connecting you with you, and hello, everybody out there. So you want to set can up okay. what... Yeah. You want to set up yeah. what we're going to be doing? Because we've been doing um, the Emerald Tablet stuff for the last six weeks and six, mm-hmm. yeah, well, the last, yeah, last four months, five months, and, and, and we're, we're taking a new direction. So you want to kind of cue people in on where we're going? Right. Um, yes, thank you. We're going into spirituality. For now, we might uh, turn some, some corridors around to Manly P. Hall. But right now, we're going to dive into spirituality and dive into some of the work that you've put out, actually, and all the information that you have available on your website, barbaradelong.com. And I thought there's some great topics in here we can dive into. I know we come from different uh, different areas in a sense of where we, we uh, dive in with our perspectives, but I think it would be a really nice conversation. And um, I'm happy to go in any direction as well, right down to the, the reincarnation, universal laws, and, and all the other cool stuff that's listed on here. Well, I think, I think one of the, the, especially during the times we're in now, one of the... the aspects that people are looking into or talking about or researching is the element of spirituality and it's it it needs defining for people because you know so many people will say well I'm not religious I'm spiritual and and the two really are combinable um so I think it's important mm-hmm. people understand just what spirituality is and 
and how to incorporate it not only into their lives but into their realities as well. So, you know, if you were if you were pinned down and said, "Okay, tell me what spirituality is," how would you describe it? Well, that's a great question. I would describe it, I, I think, more along the lines of consciousness. In other words, writing the streams of consciousness and and navigating beyond the linear programs of what people normally think about every day from 3D and moving it into uh-huh. more of a multidimensional perspective. So when I look at spirit, I look at it as a nebulous energetic connected to our creation, creation creator source and us being co-creators in that. So that's the way I look at it. Uh, I don't think there's a limitation or a certain title on it. Uh, I think it's beyond all those things. What do you think? Um, I agree with you totally, and 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 I think that that you know even to expand on that, um, because we are spirits in a human body, I think we we so often negate the spirit part of us, and we we address more ego-centered things within our lives, and and to to be truly spiritual it, it, it's it's a matter of opening that portal to the higher consciousness so that that energy can flow into our life and enhance it and so many people keep that that portal closed for some reason and and many people probably don't even realize it's there they think spirituality and spirituality is not a thought it's mm-hmm. a concept and emotion so that so that mm-hmm. it's it's hard to describe it um, in concrete terms because it's a non-concrete, it's an emotion, and and, and it's sort of like you can't see it, feel it, touch it, smell it, but you can experience it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like the, uh, tuning to the field, frequency-wise, in your yeah. own state of being. And I also think it has a lot to do with the heart center, too, opening up the heart center. A lot of people close their heart center down, their emotional body gets more contained, and the, and the mental body gets more stimulated here on this world, and I think they forget to, to create that balance, and I, that's something that I, I look at as well. Well, I think during during the last year, for sure, with, with everything being so changed and different within our lives, people have, oh, some people, not all, but, but there, a lot of people have basically shut down that aspect of their lives because they're, they're more, more worried about their physical um, well-being and, and their lives and... and they're not they're not touching into that other aspect of themselves and by not touching into that aspect they throw their whole life out of kilter out of balance and and they deny themselves the potential to actually have a have this be a great experience as opposed to a, a scary one so so if we mm-hmm. were talking to a room full of people that had no metaphysical background and certainly anybody dealing anybody tuning into this show with you and I on it have to know that there's spirituality connected to it. I mean it's just you know there's there's no way we're going to talk about nuts and bolts on anything but but let's let's for the moment assume that that we've got a room full of people that that really aren't into any of the metaphysics and how how would expanding this quality within them enhance their life. Um, you know, for me, it makes everything richer. It makes everything more beautiful. It takes my life from a black and white world to a technicolor one. I mean, I can go on mm-hmm. and on about it, but but if, if you're talking to somebody that, you know, um, hasn't got the background that you and I have, how would you start to explain spirituality to them? Um 
it, it's, I mean, you can go into non-dimensional stuff, but, but somebody that, you know, I don't know, that's walking out of the grocery store and just, you know, you happen to be talking to them, how do you explain spirituality? It's, it's, a, it's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's certainly think, something they have to experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. So, so if we were going to, you know, speak to a room full of people that you know have never heard about spirituality and they just sort of assume it's connected to religion, how would you separate it from religion and show that the two can exist side by side and they they actually enhance one another? Well, to me, I would say it's a, it's a stepping. Well, religion, in my opinion, is a stepping stone in one on one level to your own evolution. So uh-huh. I don't even factor that one in. But for a regular um, person out there, I just say it's it's part of frequency, it's part of light, it's part of energy, it's part of consciousness, it's part of love, and it's really about attuning and dialing into the field. And even if they don't understand the word spirituality, opening their energies up to perceive a different reality, re- regardless of what they've been programmed to believe here on this timeline, would help them. I mean, that's really it is hard to describe because it is something you experience, it's, and empaths feel it naturally. They're they're really dialed in. Um, people who are more cerebral have a harder time. And usually it's like a near-death experience or something that's very, very intense in their life that changes their life forever, and all of a sudden they're opened up in consciousness. But it has a lot to do with the bio suit and the field and, and the energy centers as well. So it's all factored in. But, yeah, it's a great question, and it's hard to give an answer, quite honestly. I mean, I, I say writing the stream of consciousness, but, yeah, it's something you have to experience. It's something that you have to just focus your intent on in a sense of wanting to receive more from the cosmic design, in my opinion, anyway. Uh, it's you know, good. Um, but you know, I, I'm I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, okay, everybody understands religion. Religion is something you practice. Spirituality mm-hmm. is something you live, and there's a difference. Right. It's mm-hmm. there's no dogma connected to it. You can be, you can be an atheist or an agnostic. You can not believe in a god or a higher being. And you can still live an extraordinarily spiritual life. So it's how you are applying yourself to your reality. And there are so many people that, that you know, say they're spiritual. And I don't think they, you know, because you and I are struggling so with this, I would imagine most people would struggle with trying to describe the spiritual aspects of their life. Um, for me the spiritual concepts came through meditation, through um, getting more involved in listening to myself and, 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 and connecting to my higher consciousness and letting go of my ego. And it, it was not coming into my own spirituality was not something I intentionally did. I just started meditating and it could be it could be not only meditating but it could be tai chi it could be reiki it could be any any kind of a an energetic process and i I think you were right in that it is an energy more than anything else that that takes you to another yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and for me you know i've always been dialed in i've never been there's even as a child even i didn't really understand what i was dealing with at the time but I've always been dialed into spirit, consciousness, frequency, other realms. So for me, it's mm-hmm. a natural thing. And like you say, the more you study, the more you read, the more you start reading books on enlightenment, you become more enlightened. I mean, all these different things start factoring in, and awakening, an awakening process happens with the DNA activated and the state of consciousness, and I think it all just factors in. 
And at some point, it just seems like we get these huge um, amounts of, of cosmic downloads. I, it's, it's very interesting, but it is quite um, quite a journey, you know. It it is, and and what I what I am you know in in trying to explain this to people, it 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 becomes very obvious that it is a, a, a very personal thing for everybody, and it's different for everybody. Um, certainly. Certainly we've all had, everyone has had from time to time in their life what I call a mountaintop experience where you suddenly feel as though you are connected to everything and everyone. And it's, it's you know, it, it, for some it's a brief moment in time. For others it's something you can recapture, you know, on a, on a pretty regular basis. But that is, that is where your spirit becomes totally integrated into your physical reality and you're one with everything. And mm-hmm. um, I, I sat in, a, uh, in an ashram once, and there were several hundred people, and they were all chanting the, um, the Om. Um, and mm-hmm. you could feel yourself being lifted out of body from it. It's an yeah. energy that, that, that infiltrates your entire being and takes you out of the physical reality, the... the, the um, the brick and mortar part of yourself and, and it takes your spirit you, your spirit literally lifts lifts out of it and there's another there's a sense of greater freedom when you are involved in this energetic um, mm-hmm. i'm trying to trying to get to a place where i can get people to to understand that that it's it's different for everybody so that so that you know i mean i can talk about a couple times that that i felt that that upliftment, and you can probably do the same thing, and they, it, it probably happened in very different ways and di- very, di- very different moments. And so if people are looking to attach themselves or to connect themselves to that, that, that aspect within themselves that is a part and connected to the source, um, you get there through lots of different ways, but, but meditation is really one of those ways. I mean, if you were mm-hmm. going to talk to somebody, what is the simplest form of meditation you can think of? Well, I like the OM. I think that's a really good one. I, I do the, um, the Unified Chakra Meditation is a nice one because you're unifying all the chakra centers from the heart center, which expands your field of energy and your light body into more Merkaba design. That's more technical, but my point is that it's very powerful. Anytime people start breathing properly and they start taking the deep breaths and exhaling and breathing in universal life force energy, they're going to change their field. They're going to change their vibrational frequency and signatures, you know. So that also mm-hmm. factors in in a sense of how they're able to all of a sudden become more spiritual. They're becoming more centered. Well, the body is able to breathe spiritual air, and that's another thing, right? Because now they're letting yeah. go of the tension of the day, and they're, they're channeling the energy. They're bringing it in, whether it's through the breath work or whether it's through toning. I love toning. I think that's another way. You mentioned the meditation, uh-huh. sounding in general. All these wonderful things can raise the field and raise the vibration. And once you raise the vibration, that's when the altered states of consciousness come in. So there you go. When it comes down to how do we experience spirituality, well, that's part of it because once you open up the field through frequency, you're starting to experience another realm. Yeah, and the, the breathing into a count of five and then breathing out to a count of five. And, and you know, if you, if you do that on a regular basis, you, you hyperventilate and you you literally are lifted out of body to a certain degree. Um, anyone who has experienced a, a past life, a, a near-death experience, um, 
I would say 99% of the people that I've spoken to that have experienced a near-death ex- had a near-death experience come back and want to serve humanity in some way or form because mm-hmm. they are they they are now aware that there is some place they go that there's another level another dimension where where the spirit travels and and is able to continue its journey on to wherever it's going and so you know when once once you hit that point where you know that there's more that that death is really just going through a doorway to another realm um it, it makes everything easier but when they come back and they want to serve humanity and and that's not saying that you quit your job and you you know build houses for habitat for humanity which is a good thing but but you you continue on your life but you you also are 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 realizing that in order for you to grow and you to, for you to become a better person you have to become the better person inside of yourself first the, the first love affair you have to have is with yourself and and it's a matter of understanding that that your the spirit in you is here to grow and experience and and your consciousness is a part of it but what you do with your energy within your life is a reflection of the spir- the spiritual level that you are experiencing internally and you know we've all seen mm-hmm. people that are just hardcore into you know, buying stuff and having more toys and earning more money, and you know, there's there's not a sense of of service here that is so important. And I mean, mm-hmm. you and I do shows. You and I do shows like this. We don't get paid for this. This is mm-hmm. our way of giving back. This is our way of of actually, it's it's for you and for you and I. I think that doing stuff like this helps to, us to clarify what it is we're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. You know, I don't know about you, but I'm like the mad scientist. I, I don't uh, socialize a whole lot with. I'm just kind of wired <laughs> in for different fields of energy. So when you and I get together and we speak the same language, or very close anyway, it's really nice. And yeah, so it's wonderful. And I know that the audience can get something out of it as well. So yeah, I think that uh, for me, it's it's you know I'm an ex teacher. Well, I'm, I, I, you're not an ex teacher. You're never an ex teacher. You're always a teacher. Um, but. But I have found that 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 you know when when I have somebody that that talks the same language, that I learn a lot, and and mm-hmm. you know some some of it is I I pick up stuff that I didn't know, like you didn't know a title of a book, what it meant a minute, a few minutes ago, um, <laughs> and we won't go into that. But but I do learn, and and sometimes I think people have to understand if there is there is a place where you want to be uh, uh, an energetic that you want to be a part of you can find people that are in that same energy field and in in sharing information and philosophy you learn stuff comes out of your mouth that you didn't know was inside your head and mm-hmm. and that's that's when spirit is speaking to you and saying hey you know we have somebody who can understand what you're saying so Let's shovel some more stuff at you, and and so I always I always get off these shows having learned a lot from you, and and you know and had such a great time, but but spirituality is 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 an exciting aspect of our development here on the earth plane. Now it's you know we have a spirit, and so the spirit you know has access to all sorts of wonderful things that that. We don't normally pull into our physical reality, but 
but the potential is there to do that. And a lot of the, the magic that, that everyone carries within them is, is our creative talents and gifts. And, and by working with your spirituality, by working with meditation, um, I'll throw another form of meditation out there. That's the empty-headed meditation where you sit for, at first, five minutes and you empty your head and just listen. And when thoughts come in, you you thank them and you send them on. And if you can get to a place where you can sit with an empty head for 20 minutes, um, you've cleared that passageway. You've gotten rid of the garbage, and and your spirit is able to send through through synchronicities, through intuition, through insight that you didn't know you had. It's able to to reach the conscious part of you much more easily and give you information that can enhance your reality. And mm-hmm. um, finding that finding that quiet <laughs> in, yeah. in today's in, in what's going on today. Oh, it's an overstimulated world. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and oh, that's why God. I think the meditation and the toning and the breathing and all that, it, it, all of that information will will reset the field, so to speak, will reset the body, at least quiet the mind for a little while. Well, I think also um, there are there are especially well lately we're we're <clears throat> we just think exp- uh, <clears throat> we just excuse me experienced um, I think uh, a lunar eclipse a day or so ago yeah yeah and, last night and wasn't it? During, I, I think so um, but during times like this there are downloads that are being mm-hmm. sent you know to the Earth plane and and it's so so people are probably experiencing a lot of strange new sensations. One would be a ringing in the ears or a buzzing in the in the ears. Um it it's it's you know certainly if it bothers you, you know, see a doctor, but but mostly that is a sign of of spiritual energy being processed by your the spirit inside of you. Um so a long time ago I had a car accident and Right before the car accident, I started with the ringing in the ears and everything, and the, and the doctor said, "Well, I can get rid of that for you." I said, "You know, I kind of like it. <laughs> it, tells, it tells me something good is going on." So, no, no, don't. Please don't give me something that's going to get rid of it because then I'll feel, I'll feel alone again. <laughs> and, and but you didn't get I the vertigo, found, right? Or no? Is that that's yeah? I have vertigo too. Drive. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I, have, I think you said you did. That's right, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's it's a great excuse to, to grab onto nice-looking men, by the way. So, um, there you go. <laughs> you use it, you know. If you have something going on, use it for heaven's sakes. Don't just, don't, don't <laughs> suffer through something. Use it to your good advantage. Um, so, so, so this, 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 the concept of spirituality with people saying, you know, oh, I'm a spiritual person. I kind of want to say to them, what does that mean to you and how has that changed your life? So you've always been in this in this flow of energy. I, I came to it in my 20s. And it changed the way for me that I interacted with other people. I found there was a greater kindness in me. You know, I, I still get bitchy, but... but but there is a greater kindness towards other people in me from from before um, this awakening happened, and I, I got to call it an awakening because 
it it made me realize that there, there is not a person out there that can't teach me something. And mm-hmm. if I'm kind enough, and if I listened, if I listen carefully enough, anyone can teach me something that will be of benefit to me. Not and and not in a bad way, like you know, I don't ever want to be near someone like that again because you know. But but basically, there's a positive lesson from every person you meet. And if you are patient enough to find that lesson, then that enhances you as a person and makes you a better person. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. You know, some, sometimes there are people that really push all of our buttons, and the lesson is not get away from them. It's where's the lesson? What is po- what, what positive can I take from this? And when you find that lesson... And and really take it into yourself. The difficulty with that person goes away, and mm-hmm. that's that's where the spirituality came with me. It, it changed the way. First of all, it changed the way I interacted with it, with other people, and then then it opened up the possibilities of you know well what's inside of me? How do I take this this new energy, and how do I stretch myself into it, and for me, spirituality opened the doorway to a greater creativity in me, which enabled me to express myself in other modalities in a richer way. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to sell spirituality to people who who just aren't into the metaphysics. Well, they go hand in hand. Anyway, you look at it, anytime you dive into metaphysics, you're going to be activating on some level your spiritual design, so... Um, but I, I like your description. I think that's very true. And even for myself, when I received initiations and all the spiritual work I've done over the years, everything was just a, a, an exploration, but an expansion of my own divinity. And eventually I had that same feeling you have, a sense of uh, inner peace, a lot easier to deal with people, um, more like Grayson and, and move on kind of aspects versus polarization. I mean, all these things factored in, but there was definitely a, an ability to to navigate as light and be very peaceful and fluid. And it was... Um, you know, it's just a beautiful experience, in my opinion. So that's what I um, can relate to in a sense of what it's done for me um, on, on the journey itself where I've been. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, it just felt like you <laughs> okay, dropped good. off for a second. Um, okay, now so, I'm here, but never know. Go ahead. <laughs> I could be gone in a second. Um so so if people are, are, are curious about spirituality, certainly meditation is a, is a great way to get into it. And, and it, spirituality is not, um, it, the element of spirituality is unique to every individual. It's basically, I believe, at least for me at this moment in time, attaching to that spirit that is riding in the avatar that is my physical body now. Mm-hmm. And and so to make that connection, you have to let go to a degree of the physical reality in order to travel to that space inside of you. Mm-hmm. And once Definitely. once you make yeah. once you you know once you make that connection, then um, all sorts of wonderful things start to happen in your life. And I think one of the one of the keys to you know because because it, it's sort of like when people start to meditate. 
they 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 can be you know drifting into the ether and stuff like that, and the thought will come to their head. Ah, I must be meditating. And if you're thinking about you must be meditating, then you're not meditating. So it, it's the same thing with with the spirit. It's people want want to have a signal, something to to look to to say, aha, I'm on the right track. And for me, it's always been synchronicities happen in my physical reality that tell me I'm doing the right thing and I'm going the right direction. And, you know, mm-hmm. people who, who are new to the field are going to want to know, you know, how do I tell, you know, that, 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 I, that I'm going to the right place inside of my head, that I'm actually meditating, that I'm, you know, that, that I'm definitely on a spiritual pathway. And for me, it has always been the synchronicities because if, if I'm hit with a number of synchronicities, I know that it's the universe saying, okay, you know, don't screw up, keep going. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Also, you know, it's um, there's less drama when you're following spirit, too. It's just There's less of the, the baggage. Um, it's just a different frequency, in my opinion. So that's how you know, in a sense. You know, that's how it's been for me. You know, when I'm, when I'm on the right wave of energy, things, uh, things just kind of flow a lot better. Well, you know, you and I are, uh, you know, we've been in the field for quite a while, so that, so that, you know, but I still want those. I still want those uh, little guideposts that say, you know, okay, you know, keep going. You're, you know, here's here's a, a synchronicity that couldn't possibly have happened any other way. So therefore, if if you have those synchronicities occurring in your life, then you are on the right trail. Um, mm-hmm. And it, because you know, I have to admit, there have been times where. Um, I really doubted, you know, I thought, oh, my gosh, what if I'm just on an ego trip? And and I think um, one of one of the weird things, and sometimes they're weird, and, and weird is fine. Um, when I was doing the deck of cards, when I was painting them, I was, I was you know, uh, I, I was surviving on about three hours sleep a night for almost nine months. Now, um, I was channeling the drawing and the painting, so... In a way, you know, I, my conscious mind was asleep, but the spirit was having a great time. But but there came a time where um, I, I, st- I, I stepped back and I said, wait a minute, <laughs> am I on one heck of an ego trip here? Is this me saying I'm great and I'm wonderful and I've created this deck of cards and it's going to be really exciting and, and yada, yada, yada? And I thought... If this is an ego trip, I don't want to do it because I don't want to be a fraud. And I took the dog out for a walk. It was 3 o'clock in the morning, and it was springtime. And where I lived at the time, um, there were boatyards just down the street from me, so you could hear the clanking of the of the rigging in the, in the sailboats at night. Um, it was a spring night. It was beautiful out. And I basically, I was talking out loud because nobody was there but the dog, and she, you know, she knew I was strange. And I, and I said, look, I'm going to go on strike here. Um, I need a sign. It doesn't have to be a burning bush or, you know, or a thunderous voice coming from the heavens. I'm okay with that. But I need a sign that I'm not on an ego trip because if I'm on an ego trip, I have to stop because... Um, this is just wrong. I don't want to delude people. I want to put something out there that's a, that's a true 
something for them to work with to help them, you know, develop. And you know, I said, I'm just, I'm not painting anymore. I'm not doing anything anymore. I'm going to wait for the sign. And if I get a sign, then I'll go back to work. And if I don't, um, then I'm going to go to bed and get a good night's sleep finally. And nothing happened, nothing happened. I looked at all the bushes as we walked by thinking, well, maybe he, you know, maybe there would be a burning bush. Who knew? And (laughs) suddenly um, three seagulls threw over my head and emptied themselves onto my head. And it was like, seagulls don't fly at night. So hmm. it was it was like, and, and, and it's supposed to be lucky if a bird flies over you and goes on you, but three was a bit much. And, and so I, you know, stood there for a second and I said, all right, I got the message, I'll go back to work. And, and I made a note to myself, never go on strike outside again, <laughs> only do it inside. <laughs> Or bring an umbrella, right? Yeah, but but it's sort of <laughs> like, and you know, um, I, I I haven't asked for a sign since then. Um, I've I've relied upon the the synchronicities that happen, but they do happen, and they happen quite frequently. So that so that you know, if I think if I went for any extended period of time and didn't have a synchronicity, I'd have to sit back and say, okay. What am I not doing? What should I be doing? You know, how do I get back in the flow? I mean, have you ever stumbled out of the flow and then realized you were out of the flow and had to get back in it? Uh, I think I've had uh, derailments, so to speak. Yeah, that's gone on uh, over the years, you know, through my initial stuff that happened in 2004. But then it, it just kind of resyncs, you know. Eventually you just notice and then all of a sudden there's a course correction. Now, usually that uh-huh. course correction doesn't come from me at the personality level. It comes more from my spirit or oversoul, and then all of a sudden things start to align accordingly. And especially if you let go of the wheel, if you stop, if you just get out of the way, for me, if I just get out of the Uh way, uh, then spirit will take the helm. Spirit will deal with it. But if I start pushing like the areas I am, things get a little strange. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think, um, and I think it's important for people to know that even though we've been in the field for a long time, it's it's still a learning process for both of us. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. you you never. I mean, it, first of all, how would you if you, how would you know you had arrived? I mean, I think the entire lifetime is a journey. And and mm-hmm. um, somebody once said to me a long long time ago, you know, you should be in this field full time, yada yada. And and I said, you know, I'm I, I teach you know I teach school you know, but when I retire, I will get into this full-time and they said no no and 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 i said when i am retired um uh and i feel that i I have something to share i'll look around and if there's anybody there who wants to listen to me um i'll i'll talk and and he jumped on me and he said no no you don't understand it's it's your journey that is the teaching tool um not arriving nobody cares if you arrive it's it's what are the what are the roadblocks? What are the things, you know, where have you stumbled? And then picked yourself back up and gotten going again. You know, those are the teaching tools. And he was right. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you, you know, have you arrived? Are you, uh, are you a master of, I mean, there are a couple people, you know, Jesus, Buddha, um, you know, that the definitely 
had arrived. But but I would admit, I would think also that that because they were in human form, they had they had their own journey that they were on. Well, so there's that, all so kinds of things associated with that, yeah. But I think when, it, when push comes to shove, it really is about mastering consciousness, and it is a ride. We're just constantly morphing and changing, and our frequencies modulating in different waves of energy. And that's why I think it's so important to keep learning, you know, keep reading, keep studying. Always always learn. Always keep growing and evolving, in my opinion, anyway. For me, it's like I, that's what I choose to do. And, and things get easier on that level, but... You know, it, it is interesting. It's it's a we're able to navigate. We are time travelers. I mean, if we really dive into that, we are the time travelers. So we do understand uh-huh. at the soul consciousness level. It's just a, the personality gets kind of in the way sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, a long time ago, um, I, I I don't think I have much Aries in me at all. I'm Pisces, but um, I I thought. I, I did a, a convention with the cards, and somebody at the convention asked me if I'd ever, you know, worked, you know, done a bookstore or anything like that. And of course, I say yes to everything, I, as so long as it's legal, that that I would be happy to, you know, work in a in a bookstore and everything. And after doing several times, you know, repeating several bookstores all over the place, I thought, I basically said to the universe or whoever was out there. I got this. I know. I know where you want me to go now. I understand. I understand perfectly where I'm meant to be, and so I put together these presentation books that cost me a fortune to put out. I contacted bookstores all over the country. I sent the presentation book and all of the information on how I would work and everything to them. Um, spent a lot of money and got nothing back. And then I realized, you know, and 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 I and when I did it, I heard a door slam, and it was sort of like those that were guiding me and and helping me navigate everything went out to play golf when I said I've got it, I'll take it from here, and I didn't have it, and the way it was supposed to work was I was supposed to wait for people to approach me instead of me approaching people, and. Once I got once I got that in my head, I realized that that you know I wait for the call and then I answer the phone. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but but it was it was a, a matter of you aren't intellectually in charge of this journey. It's a spiritual journey. So in, the intellect has nothing to you know you know. Reason and logic has nothing to do with the spiritual journey. The spiritual journey is something the spirit needs to experience within this physical plane. And you can't analyze it. So you have to mm-hmm. flow with it and wait for the offer to be there or the, the call to be made. And um, I still, to this day, every now and then, um, will 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 sort of think, oh, I know where this is going. You know, why don't I just help it along? And and usually when I do, I, I, I absolutely mess up. And you know, I've been mm. in the field for over 50 years, and I still mess up. Mm-hmm. And and it is... Well, that's, you know, Pisces is good about waiting, though. I think that's a good thing for you, you know. You're the receptive one. So having the energy come to you, it makes sense? It does. Yeah, you know, when you mentioned some of those things in the old days, I, I remember the flyers, not to digress or change the subject, but I remember those flyer days of putting flyers 
<laughs> this card. You know, before the internet was so accessible, we we did things the old way, uh, which was you yeah. know putting flyers out, etc. And yeah, but you know, spirit brought the people to me. I, I never um, pushed anything either. I put my information out there, and I kind of just let it ride, and people would show up. So that's uh-huh. how that rolls. For me, anyway, that's how it was. Well, I think that I think they're, they're guided it's... to be there. You know, they're go ahead. Yeah, no, I think it's important that people understand that that everybody is going to have these ego trips in a different way. But but the reality is the ego has to get out of the way. If it's a spiritual journey, the ego has to get out of the way. The ego only has this lifetime as a frame of reference. And you're on a spiritual journey through through eternity. So that so that you know what you think you know doesn't necessarily apply to the journey the spirit is on and the spirit is in charge. And, mm-hmm. and the spirit you know, is an aspect of self. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and and you know, I think one of the one of the things lately that I have that I have learned which which um it was through personal experience, I guess. And and I realized that that if you're if you're especially in a relationship and if somebody needs something and somebody wants something else the need will always trump the want and you have to you have to you know there there's no way that you can battle it out and impose your want on 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 someone's need because that need will always be there and it will fester until it's answered um the want not necessarily. The want the want is very fickle. It can go to lots of different places. <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah, it's kind of like ebb and flow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I think I think a relationship should be ebb and flow in a sense. That's my own personal opinion. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. there definitely needs to be a balance. Insofar as uh, you know, just letting things move energetically in alignment with the cosmic design. I know it's hard for people to do. They get really wrapped up in a lot of other stuff, but. That's how, in my opinion, that's how it should be. Well, if you if you if you hear yourself saying, "I want this," and you know, or "I I really need this," I mean, it, there is there is a different energetic connected to both of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it sounds it, desperate. It sort of, it, well, it, yeah, um, it's it's sort of like you know, with, with people who are compulsive shoppers, and and mm-hmm. it's like, do I need this or do I want this? And and you know, frankly, I was always able to rationalize any 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 um any want into a need, you know, for something that I just had to have. I needed to have it badly. And usually if it was something that I really didn't need that you know, it either arrived broken or I didn't use it or it was a waste of money. So I, I think it the the process, the whole process of, of the spiritual development, evolution and ascension process is getting to know yourself a lot better. And mm-hmm. um it's not something that that um a shrink can t- tell you it's not something it's one of it's one of these things that you you have to do personally and it's it's all it's not something that can be told to you you can't go to a medium and have her tell you what your great uncle charlie says um you can't rely on another person to do this for you it's it's in a way it's a very personal experience and some people um 
get lost in, in the, the process of, of making the discovery for themselves. That's why I wanted to sort of keep it as simple as possible because telling somebody that you have to go within and make connection to the spirit within you is, is just, you know, it, it's, it doesn't make sense to them because they've never met that spirit. Yeah, but they're, it's, they're already connected, so it's not like they really have to do much, you know, just understand it's there. That's, that's another part of it, too. It's not separate from them. It's a part of them. So it's just like the cosmic design. It's not separate. Once you realize that, uh, there's no separation, and there's that, there's that consciousness that connects in where people can see that. I still think reading spiritual books on spirituality or mysticism or anything like that, meditation, whatever, but the reading really does put people in that space of learning and learning on the uh-huh. level of spirituality, too. So to me, I think that's a great way for people to get pulled into that field of energy and, and learn and also be awakened. It quiets their mind oh, because they're busy reading, but they're also experiencing the frequency of the of the words. Well, you've got you've got a number of really good books out too that that are very very helpful. Um, that whole the ascension through the, the the one that I've stolen so much from. <laughs> oh, transmutation uh, through ascension. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That's a great one to start <laughs> with. Actually, I think that's a good book to start with for the people for people who want to know what spirituality is about. It's a good it's a good yeah. calibrator. You know, it is. Oh, absolutely! I have stolen, and I have, but but not really stolen, because I always tell people where permission. I get the material from. It's a great book, and you know all of your books are very interesting. Um, and and what's cool about them is you haven't written a six hundred page book. What I'm finding these days, because authors have had so much time to themselves, they're now writing four and five and six and seven hundred page books instead of the normal. Yeah. Two to three hundred pages. I can't handle that. I don't know about you. <laughs> I look for the last page at that point. Almost. I'll, <laughs> I'll skim through it. Unless it's a really good read. Yeah, there, there, um, lately there have been a number of four and five hundred page books that I, you know, I, I read a book a week because of the show and, and, um, I have struggled from time to time. It's like, holy mackerel, I would like this pandemic to be over so that authors are writing shorter books. That's pretty lengthy, but I applaud you for reading their books. I think that's wonderful, especially if they're lengthy, you know. Well, you know, it's it's part of my education, too. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, from, from every book I read, I get something. And it's, it's really quite amazing. Um, there have been a couple of books that I that I have read that uh, when I've spoken to the author before the show, it's like, you know, one of them I said, you know, I think I understood about 75% of the book. And <laughs> he said, well, that's, that's better than most. And, and I said, well, I read it all. I understood only about 75% of it, but it, I found it worthwhile and valid. So... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but but I you're absolutely right and you know picking up books on spirituality on all concept on all aspects of mysticism um it is a, is a wonderful way to to get um a good background and and an understanding as to where other people are coming from uh and and it's important you you take what works for you and you incorporate it into your own inner truth um not everything everybody writes is going to totally, absolutely um, resonate to what your own inner truths are. And and I think it's important for people to understand that everybody's inner truths are just a little bit different. 
So mm-hmm. you know, what That's applies true. what what applies to you, take in and, and utilize what doesn't, you know, skip it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and usually you know as well as I do. I mean, there are times when you're just well in the old days you go into a bookstore and these things practically jump off the shelves at you when you're really synced up into learning something. I've noticed that in the past. Uh-huh. You know, there were certain books that just pop out, and I'm sure people would run into that same thing. And once again, you know, what resonates you can highlight. And I always like to highlight books. That's why I would never give them to anybody. <laughs> but yeah, certain passages they speak to your spirit, they speak to your state of consciousness, and. I, and that's what I think is the key to evolution and also one spiritual path. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when I run across a term or a phrase or or an author's name that, that you know, has been on the show or whatever, that, that kind of, you know, I, it suddenly brings back a lot of stuff that was in their book that relates to what's in this book. And, and you build upon it. It's I think that I have, um, in, in all the years that I've done the radio show, um, and I think it's we're going on twelve or thirteen years now. Um, that that there, there hasn't been a book that hasn't taught me something. And mm-hmm. even when, even when, and, and I I don't book someone unless I really think the book is going to be you know I don't book just anybody. I I book you know uh, the title of the book has to has to intrigue me or what it's about has to intrigue me. So that so that there is an element of you know there's something here for me, but um, I mean lately within the last couple of months I had a book that I had to read because um, I I wanted a relationship a professional relationship with the authors, and and yet the book did not appeal to me at all, and mm-hmm. um, I, I you know I kicked myself all the way through it i read it once and then we had to put off the 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 uh uh interview and and you know i finally got them back on and and we did the the show and i read the book a second time and i suddenly saw a whole bunch of um gosh uh, synchronicities of of um places where there were hidden messages of I mean it was just it was so amazing that that there was so much there that I did not see the first time and mm-hmm. it was it was amazing because I mean I fought this I didn't want to do it but I wanted a professional experience with with the author and I thought well okay then I'll I'll do this book and I found I learned a tremendous amount to it 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 made me so much more perceptive as to hidden meanings between colors or references or i mean it it made me a much better person now the 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 um material of the story of the book itself it, it it was nothing i would have read given given my choice and yet it taught me to be so much more perceptive as to hints that, that that people have have woven into their stories or their experiences or whatever, so I, I you know I, I there's a, there's a part of me that kicks kicks myself for not trusting my initial judgment and and you know squirming and saying I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna and and yet um, I hung in there and I learned a tremendous amount about. Mm-hmm. My own inner perception, and and so I, I think it's it's it behooves us to pay attention to where our gut sends us, 
and and mm-hmm. you know realize that there's usually there's usually a point. <laughs> mhm. I agree. Yeah, being open-minded, especially. I think that's good. I, I think that's excellent. Even if you're, um, you know, I get the same way. There are certain things I probably wouldn't pick up and read, but I do read them, especially if I'm interviewing somebody. So, yeah, we do get um, bits and pieces of information that we normally wouldn't get, in my opinion, anyway. I think that's that's excellent. Well, it's, it's sort of like um, being a reader, um, you know, it means that you, you are not only reading a person's energetic, but you're reading all of the hints that they are giving you and, and how they dress and how they sit and how they look and how they speak. And, and so it makes you so much more perceptive. And, and you know, when, you, when you're when you taking that energy and you're putting it into a book or whatever, um, if if you pay attention to what and what is being said and how it is being said, there's an energetic there that if you are non-judgmental that you can pick up on. And this has to do with spirituality as well. It has to do with is, there is a message here, and there's a message here not only just for me but for anybody who reads it. And I think mm-hmm. I think it's, it's important that, that, that we not just read material with our intellect, but we read it with our spirit as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. Definitely. Now, it's interesting when you mentioned reader because the first thing that comes to mind is profiler. Pretty much the same thing, except one's more analytical. <laughs> but the idea behind that is assessing people, you know. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. But I think it is absorbed through spirit in some some way, whether it's through the subconscious or other. Um, even if we're trying to be analytical in a reading, I think that the spirit mm-hmm. absorbs it as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, I, and, and being spiritually oriented helps you – you you gather information that your spirit needs, and and I think that's a, that's another thing that that the spirit that is within us is not here to serve humanity. It's here to serve itself and grow and expand on a spiritual level to be able to ascend and go into other dimensions and stuff like that. But in the process of becoming a richer, more vibrant light on the planet that light does help other people but but the purpose here and, and that's a great that's a great thing mm-hmm. but your purpose Thank here you. is not for other people and i i think that's something that, that a lot of people don't understand i i mean i've i've spoken to people who have said you know i'm here i'm i'm here to do a healer i'm i'm, I'm here to be a healer i'm here, here to heal other people and and it's kind of like if you're a healer, have you healed yourself? There you go. Yeah. And, and they have to, and, and otherwise they can't heal anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. They need Sorry. <laughs> no, but it's true. And, yeah, and, it is. How can you, you heal know? somebody else if you're not healed, right? Well, well, and can can they? Okay, here's a good question. Can they really heal someone else, or? They 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 absolutely can send energy to that mm-hmm. other person, and that other person right. can use that energy in any way they want to. But mm-hmm. but you know you can't raise the dead. You can't change. You know, oftentimes someone's problem, um, as far as a an area of pain or inflammation or whatever has something to do with something on a spiritual level that they have to address within themselves. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Starts in the aura usually. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. I, I have a friend. Well, I know a lot I of healers a... that are just messed up. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. My sister recently um, broke her shoulder, and um, you know, it, it was she fell down the stairs, and it was painful, and it was awful, and her husband was, you know, at the time dying of, of cancer, and and you know, I said to her. You know, I, I realize your shoulder is broken. I got that. But could it be a message to you that you were trying to shoulder too much responsibility and you weren't allowing other people to help you? Mm, good point. And, what side and was the shoulder on? Was it right or left? It was on her dominant side, right. There you go. Perfect, yeah. And and so, you know, yeah, she did have a broken shoulder, absolutely. But because of it, she had to allow other people to help her and she finally realized that there were people around that were going to help her and, and, and chip in and, and, you know, just be wonderful to her for the whole process. And she is the kind of person that doesn't invite other people into her life easily. And she had no choice. Mm. And I, it made her a much better person because because all the people that gathered around her were just, I, it was amazing. But but so, so it, it's, 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 I think my point being that healers, people who say they are healers, should really rephrase it and say, I am an energy sender. <laughs> you know? A facilitator is what, what I like to use, because it really is about facilitating a healing mm-hmm. and bringing more divine forces. But, yeah, you know, but I, I agree that the healer, you need to take care of yourself, and I think you made some really good points, because... Uh, most people do. They they want to take care of everyone. They want to carry the world on their shoulders. But you've got to take care of yourself. You've got to be fortified body, mind, and spirit. And um, then everything else is an osmosis effect with other people. Oh yeah, it's sort of like if you fill if you fill your cup full and it overflows. The overflow is the best you have at. It, it's the best energy you've got. And if you share your overflow with other people, that's wonderful. But if you are mm-hmm. taking your own physical energy and sending, because I've I've seen a lot of healers who you know, say, "Oh, I, I just I had to rest because I was so drained that it was unbelievable, and and I'm so tired. I have to, you know, rest up before I do another person." And it's like, wait a minute, you're supposed to be channeling, and if you channel, that's right. Then, then you are enhanced by the energy that's flowing through you, and you are never depleted. So, right. if you, if 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 somebody is going to a healer who has to rest up between people, they're using their own vital energy, and therefore you're not getting the best spiritual energy. So I so agree, you know. and so many are like that. Right down to psychic readings, I've never seen anything like it because I, I'm not wired like that. I don't do that, and I'm sure you don't either. <laughs> but yeah, quite a few people do. And I don't correct them. It's not really my place to, in a sense. But it is interesting to see how they, they use all their their personal energy. And with that comes their personal baggage, by the way. So that's another thing. People have to be oh, yeah. aware of what they're doing when they're healing. Yeah. So-called healing. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good I, point I, you I, make, I, Well, I, I became a Reiki master because... Um, <clears throat> Well, because it was there, I guess. But but I I promised the person who taught it to me that I would never instruct anybody because I use the energy differently than than a Reiki person would use it. So um, 
it was it was it was an interesting experience because I just did everything differently and and um you know I just wanted I wanted the attunements which were fabulous mm-hmm. and oh, if yeah. anybody has ever done reiki the attunements are just to die for <laughs> Yeah, they're awesome. If you have the right teacher, they're fantastic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. And it also thwarts you into another field of healing, too, because with mine, I, after I received my master level, I went into a whole different energy. I mean, it's like I created my own signature ser- series because there was much more to the multidimensional perspective, and, and it just started putting me in another universe. So it's very, very um, powerful. And now we have a lot of different Reiki master teachers, and, and I'm not sure I can't judge in the illusion of but I can't tell you if it's a really good lineage or not. But I, I know that I got a good one. I'm sure you did too. Back in, uh, oh, yeah. this is for me, it was back in, like, in the 90s. And I wasn't really looking for it. it. It found me. And I think that's, once again, it's one of those synchronistic kind of events where you really, you're on the path of spirit and, and somehow people just show up. They just land in your orbit. I remember a high priestess from yep. the Golden Dawn introduced me to this person who was a Reiki master. She's like, yeah, I need to put you two together. You're at the, you're at the same frequency is what she said. And when he gave me my first uh, first and second, he said, um, you're really, really powerful. He goes, I'm just going to do the first and second. And later on, I was cranking. I mean, cranking like master level. And he says, I'm just going to give you the master about a week later because I was just rolling with this field of energy. But, yeah, I, I didn't mean to digress. But, yeah, I love that energy. And I think Reiki is a, a beautiful uh, beautiful way to heal. Oh, absolutely. Really nice. I mean, and, and I had the same experience. You know, I got to two and – she said, oh, for heaven's sakes, I'm just going to do the master attunement, too, because you know what you're doing. And, <laughs> so funny. And, and you know, and she she said, now just shut up and, and don't interrupt me when I'm trying to just <laughs> to instruct the others, because, you know, she she would have us doing something, and, and I would stand back because, you know, the other people were doing their scanning and everything, and, and they said, well, don't you want to scan? And I said, I, I, I have. No, but you haven't your hands over. I said, I've scanned. Trust me. And, you know, and it, 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 you use it differently. If you're used mm-hmm. to the energy, you will incorporate it into whatever your modality is. And and right. if if you don't happen to have one, then learning their modality is a good idea. Because, But I think the important thing for people to understand is you take it and you make it your own. So you... Mm-hmm. you 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 let it grow within you, and um, you know I'm not saying everybody should should you know do their own thing with it and and create their own lineage and stuff like that. But but I think it's it's okay f- for people to understand that it's your energy. You know what best mm-hmm. way to utilize your energy. Right. And and yeah, it does more. Um, yeah, there's no doubt. But it, but it is it is amazing what you can do when you have, you know, the comfort with your own energetic field, and that that is really I think one of the important things of of learning to work with spirit within yourself. And when we talk about spirituality, we're talking about a person's individual spirit, not necessarily with the source of all creation or anything like that. It's it's allowing the spirit within you to manifest within your reality and connect with you and enhance what this lifetime is supposed to be. Mm-hmm, and, exactly. You know, it can be a struggle or it can be an adventure. And, and you know, if people are struggling, then they are paddling upstream. Mm-hmm. And, and it, right. it's, it's, you know, the ego is saying, 
know my way and and trust me you will eventually wear out and you'll go with the current but um mm-hmm. it's 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 so yeah and and lord knows i i can speak from experience because i have paddled against the current many many times and um mm-hmm. it's it's sort of like stepping back and out of the way so spirit can work its way through whatever lessons you need to learn this lifetime Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, life goes a lot easier, less drama when you're dialed into the to the right harmonic, so to speak. And I think that healing arts, anything with healing arts, puts you in that energetic with a higher self. But you know, the spirit needs to breathe. It just needs to. The soul, spirit, consciousness needs to animate itself through the body in the suit. And I think that's uh, the best way to do it, in my opinion, is to do something like that for healing arts. Well, that you know, that, that is. That is that is absolutely one way of, of um, experiencing it, and, and another way is through creativity. Um, mm-hmm. And and you know you've written books, and you know I painted cards, and I did the book of poetry, and and you know there's there's a certain amount of needing to have creativity in your life in some form every day, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I have found that when life, you know, comes to a halt, and it does from time to time, um, and sometimes sometimes it comes to a halt because um, you need to grow or you need to regenerate or you need to switch directions or whatever, and sometimes it comes to a halt because you're not fueling um, yourself. And we fuel our spiritual journey through the creative process. And um, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to be, you know, writing spiritual tomes or, or anything like that. But the creative process is the fuel that our spirit needs for us to grow and move forward. So that whether it's, um, whether it's getting engrossed in needlepoint or knitting or, or taking apart an engine and putting it back together or gardening or, I mean, there are so many different forms of creativity. What happens when you're involved in a creative process is that you tune out reality and you become involved and engrossed in whatever you're doing, and that gives spirit time and, and the opportunity to send inspiration and insight and all sorts of wonderful things to you in a, to your consciousness so that you're more aware of them. So that, mm-hmm. so that, um, I mean, sometimes folding laundry is creative. Uh, not for me, but there are people mm-hmm. that, you know, just absolutely go into the zone when they fold laundry. Um, mm-hmm. I cooking knit. Is another one. Yeah, cooking mm-hmm. is another absolutely wonderful form of creativity. But, but if you don't have any creativity in your life, and and there is only one rule here that it's it's a universal rule i'm sure um that if you are paid for your creativity it doesn't count it has to be creativity mm-hmm. done just for the pure joy of creation so yeah, something um, you want to do yeah and and something that well, you you're, don't want to make it work related in my opinion you no. want to give it uh, room to breathe you know just something as a ho- i don't want to say a hobby but that kind of thing yeah no, a hobby is good. Um, when 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 this um, when this 
concept occurred to me. Um, it was way back, and I was still teaching, and I thought, I have this one absolutely made. I do arts and crafts with my kids at school every day. And, you know, I, my, my life had kind of come to a, a halt, and, and, you know, I was waiting for something to happen or move forward or whatever. And I remember after a while my saying, you know, I am doing all this creative stuff. I don't understand why life isn't moving along for me because, you know, I'm creative every day. And and so I meditated on it, you know, which I wasn't meditating quite a bit then. So I, I sat and I realized, and, and all I got through the meditation was you can't double dip. So so if you're paid for your creativity, the universe is not going to enhance you on top of it. Oh, funny. So, so then I started in doing other creative work like gardening and needlepoint and all sorts of other things. In my in my off hours, and things started to to pick up. Things started to change. Things started to move. And I have found that that there are times in my life where, you know, it's, everything is so busy and, and and cranking that that I don't have the creativity going as much as I should. And it feels like life has come to a stop. Life has come to a standstill. And it's like, okay, so what have I done creatively? And the answer is actually nothing. <laughs> So, so, you know, you, you, you get back to working on it. Um, that's one reason why um, I don't charge anything for the, any of the radio shows. This is creative mm-hmm. for me. This is exciting for me. And, and you know, I, the people that have shows on it, they don't, you know, they don't pay anything. And I do all the work. And that's fun. It's creative for me. I enjoy it. Um, but then, then you will get to a point where, Wait a minute, you know. So, so this is this is routine. So it's no longer as creative. So there has to be another creative project here of some sort that is new and different that will start to enhance, you know, and fuel what's going on. And it's it's a constant growing process. And and I don't know how do you feel about the creative stuff. I'm always creative, but I'm very cerebral too. I'm very analytical. So I think there's a balance with me. Uh, my writing is definitely, um, I try to make it creative, but it's just, I don't know, I'm streaming something creative, but it's uh, more technical these days. But I, I think that I always find an outlet because my spirit, I realize my soul spirit needs to breathe. And there are times when I, I find the best part of um, that kind of thing to to activate that aspect of me is, is working out and training. That was a big deal for me, especially with martial arts and um, I found it was one of my best avenues and so far as creativity goes. And then, of course, we had this weird going on with the past year and, and gyms closed and this and that. So it became a little bit different. But for me, uh, that's one of my favorite creative outlets. And then the radio is what it is. Um, I enjoy being out there just as a voice and resonance to communicate what I know, my gnosis of understanding. And I find that people resonate and pick up on that because there's way too much uh, debris out there. I mean, there's so much, I don't want to say garbage, but there's a lot of stuff that's just is non-productive. So I try to be as productive as I can while I'm here. I don't know if that answers your question. I tend to ramble. No, it does. But, um, and and, and okay. exercise is, a, is another form of absolutely creativity. And and mm-hmm. um, if you if you look at athletes that that um, do cross country stuff, they get in. They call it the zone, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what I'm looking for. I mean, um, that's that's exactly where you you've you've taken the intellect out of it. And you you have a, a, an open channel, and and th- that's what makes it so exciting. 
Yeah, it is. Um, I, I know this is a stupid question. Have you ever done archery? Um, once, yes. <laughs> okay, I was just curious. I would think I would think that you'd be pretty good at that. I don't know why, but I was just curious. Because you have to be in the zone for something like that as well. Even though it seems very analytical, there's there's um there's something that goes beyond the physical with all these types of things, you know. It becomes more spiritual. Well, well yeah, and, and another great way for, for beginners and, and advanced people too. Um a five thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. Oh, I love those. Oh sure. If you've ever <laughs> If you've ever if you've ever noticed what happens when you're working on a jigsaw puzzle, your mind absolutely is blank. You're looking for pieces that fit. And and what what I love about a jigsaw puzzle, especially a really complicated one, is that usually you you find your outline first, and in many ways the puzzle becomes a reflection of your life. And you're putting the pieces together. You're looking for the pieces that fit. And and in many ways, it's it's a way of of on another level, another dimension, putting the pieces of your life back together. Mhm. That's a great so way to, it, to um, say it. Mhm. Go ahead. And 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 it's great. You can do it with other people, and you will find that even though there are other people working at the table with you on the puzzle, everybody's quiet, and everybody is focused in another direction. And not only are they focused, but they aren't thinking. And that's when that connection happens. Mm-hmm. That's great advice, so, Barbara. You know what? I need to get a puzzle just by you saying that. But I'm thinking of my three cats right now. There's <laughs> 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 a puzzle. But, yeah, I well, love puzzles. I, and I think that's awesome. That's a great analogy, too, about putting the pieces back together. And, you know, I I had um, – I, I, I used to do them with my mother, while we didn't talk while we were doing it, we were both very, we were together, and and we were both focused on what we were looking for, and yet we were, it was a wonderful time of, of communicating without talking, and <clears throat> I have cats too, and, and um, while they will get on the table and, you know, move pieces around and stuff, it was my dog that was really the, 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 the monster, um, had a little Chelsea, and she would sit there, and she would, you know, be she'd flow with us. And I, I think when uh, the day that my mother was passed, um, I was doing a jigsaw puzzle with a friend of mine while we were waiting for my sister to arrive from um, Massachusetts, and the dog was there just looking at me and 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 you know she, smiling. And I, I said to my friend who was putting the puzzle together with me, I said. I have a feeling that the dog knows something we don't know. And uh, we finished it all, and there was one piece missing, and I looked at Chelsea, the dog, and she smiled <laughs> back like, yep, I ate it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, oh, too much. But, but the reality was that that puzzle that was being done while my mother was passing over, um it was it was interesting that there was one piece missing and mm-hmm. and i and i kind of wondered if with my mother there was one piece missing that she was going to have to come back and sort of complete with some of the people that had been in her life wow very interesting it, and again Probably. like i said before you you become more profoundly observant of 
meaning behind everything that happens. And and you know, putting a jigsaw puzzle together, it's it's and and really as complicated as you can get it. Because that's wow. what makes it wonderful. It, mm-hmm. just, that's great it, advice. It, but but you you are when you are so focused on something in, when you are intellectually focused on something else, it gives spirit time to get other messages subliminally to you, so mm-hmm. that so that you know dreams can be enhanced. You can suddenly have wonderful insights. You know that that night or the next day, it's a wonderful form of letting your mind rest and your spirit take over. Mhm. I agree. I have to go get a jigsaw puzzle now. I don't have one, <laughs> so I have to get one. But yeah, that's great. I like I, I like chess. I play chess a lot. So again, your mind. Well, see now, there your intellect is working. Um. Mm-hmm. Because you're you're trying to you know be four or five or six or ten moves ahead of of, of the other person. Um. But that's that's. Um, I, I've never learned chess. I, I would, I would, you know, that's one of the things that I have on my bucket list that I should learn before I croak. Um, you know, there's an online um, game you can play. The machine, you can play the computer. It's pretty fun, and they have all levels, so you should, you should try it out. I, I, you know, I, I mastered checkers. That was about it. That's um, good. <laughs> well, chess, chess would be fun, but it, it, it is. Um, you know, it, it's sort of like bridge. I think that there is a a level of consciousness that, that there are people who play bridge in competition bridge, which is phenomenal. I never, I was more of a of a part uh, of a um, oh gosh, um, oh god, pinochle person. You know, I'll I'll bet, I'll bluff, I'll whatever. But but you know, there there's bridge was much too. Um, cerebral for me, I'm afraid. Mm. Well, I've never played pinochle, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's sort of like poker in a way. Um, Okay. It's uh, but but everybody you know everybody will find things that just you know that resonates so well for them. I mean, I've got a couple of jigsaw puzzles, and I've 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 talked about them now so often. I'm going to have to put one out on the table and just hope the cats don't you know disturb it because. It's a wonderful form of meditation. Mm-hmm. And, I agree. And it's 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 a good beginning form of meditation, but it's it's a good form no matter what. And and I I think everybody you know it 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 behooves everybody to find those things that really um, they flow into, they enjoy doing, and and therefore you know it enriches them in the the you know it it makes something happen in their lives that makes their life better. Um, I, I gardened, have always gardened, and when I moved mm-hmm. down here to Nashville, intentionally I got a place that did not have a lot of space because, you know, give me space and I'll make a garden. And um, mm. so I have a pot garden. I'm not growing pot, but I have pots where I have flowers in my pots, and, and I keep adding pots to it, and everybody keeps saying, you know, <clears throat> you know, you're pretty crowded here and I, you know, always make room for another plant or another pot because it, it's it's a form of meditation for me. I deadhead the, the flowers. I talk to them. Um, so it's, it's, but that's not for everybody. 
And um, gosh, I know people could do quilting. And again, there's a, a matter of focusing on something so that you aren't thinking about anything else. And if you can get to that empty-headed place, then your spirit has time to talk to you, and that enhances your spirituality. Mm -hmm. Um, You you solve the world's problems that way. Um, But but more importantly, you, you you should focus more on things that are a little closer to home. We have certainly no um no control over what happens nationally or stuff like that, but we do have control over our own lives. And once you you get focusing on yourself and what you need for yourself and how you're going to interact with other people and how you um, how you give to other people through giving to yourself first, uh, really really important. Uh, so many people get into spirituality and the metaphysical field. And, and think that, that they're going to be of service to mankind. And, and you're only of service to mankind if you're of service to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Yeah, you don't have to save the world, trust me. Just uh, yeah. do the best you can as a positive being is my suggestion. You know what comes to mind, too, now that we're talking about all these cool stuff, like all this um, jigsaw puzzles, flying kites. I mean, not not that that would put people in a different space, but I, I don't know, I, I used to love to fly kites, and... Even as an adult, I used to like to fly a kite. So I know it sounds, I don't even know if people really do that much anymore. It sounds kind of like dated. But my point is that it is another one of those things where it puts you in another orbit in a sense. So there's so many things you can do. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, it's, yeah, I would think flying a kite would be great. I, there's so many wires and, and stuff like that around these days that it's probably hard to do. But on the beach, I notice a lot of people fly kites mm-hmm. and, you know, on the beach, which is a great place to, to do that. It's a form of meditation. You're watching it ride the currents. And when you stop mm-hmm. and think about it, you're watching you're watching an energy floating and you have a, an attachment to it through the, the string that you're holding and you can feel the vibrancy of what's going on. It's a beautiful experience, I would think. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And I, I hope the kids still do that, you know. I'm always wondering what the kids are doing these days besides looking at their iPhones. But it would it'd be <laughs> nice to see them get into those. That, to me, is normal in the sense of just getting out there and having fun and appreciating life. Oh, That's absolutely. part of spirituality right there, you know. It, it is. I mean, experiencing nature, experiencing, I mean, I... I Growing up, um, when my parents were still together, we had boats all the time, and I, I loved, you know, getting on the bow of the boat and just sitting in the in the spray as we hit, you know, swells and stuff like that. And that to me was magical. That put me into another place, another time. I think that that as children we naturally go to that place, and what mm-hmm. happens is as as we grow. We are taught to not <clears throat> not so much be in the moment, but but to pay attention to the things that are important, like getting a job and you know all the all of the mundane things in the physical reality. And I think that you know, you're right. Kids today all have iPhones and and you know cell phones and stuff like that, and and they're they're more into the electronics. But but the reality is the experience of life. Is such a high. It's just so amazing that that mm-hmm. um, y- you know you, you kind of want to 
takes them out of out of their electronic world and puts them into uh, you know some of the magic that's out there. I mean, walking in the rain without without lightning. Um, I used to love to take the dog out for a walk at two or three in the morning, especially if there was a fresh snowstorm. It was, you know, the, the crunch of your footsteps, the fact that you were the first, you were the first one to walk that road, and put your footprints in it in the snow. Um, mm-hmm. Just there's there's magic all around us, and unfortunately, life has been so strange that people have forgotten to experience the magic of the moment. Oh, I should write that's that. That's so down. true. Yeah, no, that's so so true. I agree with you. And that's what I mean by um, appreciating life because you know life moves very quickly. It really does. Uh-huh. And those moments, you know, capturing those moments of magic and, and love, whatever it is, is very significant. And I feel kind of bad for kids these days because it seems like they just don't have that kind of environment. Um, you know, we grew up in a different realm. It was different. Oh gosh! Uh, yeah, you know, I, I love technology. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's everything's changed. It's not the same. In in the summertime, I can remember my mother saying to us, "Make sure you're home by the time the streetlights go on." Mm-hmm. And that was it. We were gone. We were out with friends. We were on our bicycles. We were, you know, doing whatever kids do outside. But, um. Today, everybody is so, and and justifiably so, because there is so much violence out there. I understand that, but I've got I've got grandchildren that are um, what, fourteen and eighteen or fifteen and eighteen now, and well. the, their lives have been they've been protected by love by their parents, but they've been so controlled and scheduled that that free time to just be outside and be a kid is no longer present within their reality. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I just, I, I feel bad for them because there mm-hmm. there is a magic to that. I mean, we used to go exploring. My sister and I, there were woods behind the house we, we lived in in Minnesota that went all the way down to the Mississippi River. And we literally would spend hours in the woods you know, finding all sorts of treasures and 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 stuff like that, and and um, mm. it was it was magical. There was a sense of of adventure. There was a sense of being on our own. And and kids today don't have that. They they have their mm-hmm. phones and they <clears throat> they Twitter and they whatever and 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 it's it's sad. There is a but but I I would think that my parents' generation um, probably felt sorry for us as we grew up because they didn't have the same kind of freedom, you know, we didn't have the same kind of freedom they did. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when, yeah. when, I, when my mother was growing up, I don't even know that there were telephones. There must have been telephones. But, but there was no TV. Mm-hmm. There was a radio they all listened together as a family with, but... But there was, there was, you know, they talked at the dinner table, right. and there aren't dinner tables so much anymore. Um, yeah, communication. You're right. You're right. I think there's a loss there. I think there's a, you know, that disconnect, and it's not healthy, in my opinion, because when push comes to shove, you know, all the friends in the world, but you know, the, the cohesiveness of a real, true spiritual family. I'm not saying they're all really connected, but my point is that 
I think that it does mean as people get older, they realize how important that is. And it certainly has changed quite a bit. Yeah, I had to laugh when you were talking about um, my sister and I used to go ride our bikes everywhere. And we, one time we dug up a bunch of glass and put it in a jar. <laughs> we thought we were getting like diamonds and <laughs> glass. Oh, yeah. I didn't cut my hands. But literally, you know, um, but that's what, you know, kids, you know, that's what we used to do. And I'd be like, oh, look, we're rich. You know, we've got these <laughs> 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 glass, right? So um, oh, that's no. just kind of sound in my head. But yeah. No, it, 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 it's fun. It's we. We lived by the, you know, the shore, and you know, the sea glass is, is was fun to collect, and, and you know, we had rock collections, and we had you know, mm-hmm. shell collections, and we had. I love rock. I, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I I have been a, a rock gemstone person since I don't know since the beginning, and I for the longest time I did gem casting, and I've got nice. you know. Uh, I've got a, a, a when I started out doing it I I was at a, a spiritual convention and and somebody at one of the main speakers asked to, you know, get a reading from the gemstone the gem cast. And I did and I said, you know, my dream is to one day have um precious stones that are faceted and and tumbled and everything and he said, "Oh, you will someday, you will someday. This is, you know, you've done this in past lives. This is something that you you know, you, you've done before, and I have a jar full of faceted gemstones. I mean, it, and nice. that was like thirty, forty years ago. Um, I don't mm-hmm. do it that much anymore because everybody wants to play with all the stones and see what 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 ones they would make into jewelry, which defeats the purpose of the whole thing. But um, but it 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 just you know it's kind of like. To have the freedom to experience and to stretch yourself into different things that that you know your parents might not be aware of um, is is something that that we had as children that that the kids today don't have. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I, I you know my grandchildren only know the life they've lived, and it's it's so to this point been been an amazing one. But they've traveled more than I have ever traveled or will ever travel, and they've seen things that, you know, I see on the computer, and that's all I need. But um, I think my one complaint about cell phones and stuff is that they aren't, they aren't taught how to write anymore, you know? Right. And, and the, the texting is just so ridiculous. And I have people that just send me emojis, and I don't know what the hell they mean. So um, you know, yeah, it's pretty much going to be down to grunts pretty soon. <laughs> like even <laughs> with electronics, you know. Stupid. I think so. I don't even. I, I can't guess. stand all that texting stuff. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, it, it and 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 it's it's sort of like it's great that they are communicating, but uh, you know, I I don't understand half the communication stuff. So um, I am mm-hmm. at a loss. I think I think I am a dinosaur when it comes to stuff like this. But but. You know the creativity that that I'm I'm not seeing in the in these kids. I mean, it may be there, it may be there in a different way. Um, I'm just not seeing it. I'm not seeing. I'm not you know, seeing it kids. either. I'm seeing mimics. Yeah, I'm seeing mimic yeah. programming, which is like emulating people they see in, in media, like entertainment, music. But it's just mimicking. They're not. They're not learning. They're really not. So, no. You know, it's easy to have auto spell. Autocorrect. I mean, they have this typing where you type in one letter and you get the whole sentence. Well, I don't want that. I mean, first of all, it's programming your brain to see something way different. 
when you're not even thinking about trying to write it like that. You know, there's so many things that you can adjust it, but yeah, I, I don't know where these children are heading. It's um, it's interesting. Well, it is interesting because it's it's also the generation where the indigo children are here, where where there is there are children that that really have a more spiritual understanding of everything than 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 a lot of adults, and you know the it's it, it's it's happening that that there is a generation of more spiritually oriented children that are now growing up, and. It's going to be fascinating to see what the future holds for for us because life is changing, society is changing, and there are, there are new developments all over the place. And there is the the reality that that so much stuff, and and I I just mean stuff, um, has been held back from the public that eventually. It's going to have to be released, and, and the, the population as a whole is going to be overwhelmed at what actually has been going on behind our backs. And and so what what is society going to do? I mean, I think that the, the, the element of politics is, is in for a rude awakening as, as stuff becomes more and more known as to what's been going on in the world that, that they have not been sharing with us. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think we're in yeah, for massive changes, and I think that, that that you and I, especially, and and other people who are in this particular field, volunteered to come to incarnate at this particular point in time. I'm not sure why, but um, there has to be a reason. There has to be some sort of balance, and maybe it's for balance um, or to help. People. I always said my ship crashed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. I'm taking my tech and I'm going. I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, um, but, no, I agree. I, there's, go ahead. That, well, you know, it's kind of like, um, did I miss the plane that was going in the direction where my final destination was and I'm just stuck here? Um, <laughs> you got the wrong exit, some, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's really, it's fascinating to see you know, there was a time where people who did what you and I do would be burned at the stake. Now, we're not treated that way now. But but it's sort of like I think there is a hunger out there for spirituality and people don't know how to reach for it within themselves. And I think that's one of mm-hmm. the, the reasons, you know, why why I suggested we start with spirituality because, you know, there are other aspects that we'll get into over time, but but just connecting making that connection internally to your to the spirit that you carry with you i mean not only is it fascinating to make that connection but you open yourself up to to wisdom that you you can't get out of books you can get knowledge out of books but but if you take that knowledge and then you incorporate it into yourself it becomes your own personal wisdom which is much more important so, you know, rather than being a parrot and giving chapter and verse and not understanding what you're saying, making that knowledge your own and getting wisdom out of it is part of what spirituality is. It's 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 incorporating it in and making it part of your own personal truth. And mm-hmm. and Very true. and our our truths change. I mean, 
my philosophies today are, are very different than they were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I anticipate they will continue to grow and change. And, and um, every now and then when I try to start writing things down, I realize that, oh, you know, that's not how I feel anymore. <laughs> well, it is I interesting to write, write your book and you look back at it. Yeah. I can honestly say that my books that I've written, though, if I look back and re- reread them, I, I pretty much leave them the way they're supposed to be because they're exactly the way they need to be for that timeline. So I uh, don't need to make any corrections there. But I get what you're saying. I think we're ever expanding and evolving anyway. So um, things change quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's, well, you know, we're here to grow too. You know, we're not perfect for sure. I, I can speak for myself. I am not perfect. And and I still have lots of things I'm working on happily because I think when I finish working on them, I'll cross over, and frankly, I'm having too good a time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you'll but stick around. I'm planning on it. I really am. I'm That's planning funny. on traumatizing my great-grandchildren. All um, right. <laughs> you know, you're talking about the spiritual, but it is like the Holy Grail within. I mean, we, people are seeking the Grail the grail of spirit, the grail of life, however you want to call it, but I think that's what it is, but it is there. It's accessible. They just need to know how to access it, and I think that uh, this was a great show to bring this into um, into the to the highlight of it, or you know, front, front and center, so to speak. Well, I think, too, that, that, you know, I think people have to understand that to get into your own spirituality, you can do things that are very mundane that will open that, that portal for you. Like like a jigsaw mm-hmm. puzzle, like like gardening, like writing, like exercising, like getting involved. I mean, exercising is is an amazing way of 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 getting to that place within yourself. And and if you're like me and not into the extreme physical whatever, there's always Tai Chi, which is mm-hmm. which is a, a very you know amazing form of of meditation with movement. Um, mm-hmm. And the very first time you do it, if you have a, a, a good teacher, you will feel the energy running through your body. And mm-hmm. once you once you feel the run of the energy, and you know that there's something going on there, whether you don't understand it or whatever, but the the, the energy is running through your body. That that makes you aware that there's something else here, and and it, it takes you into a whole other. Um, aspect of your own physicality and and what you can do with what you've got inside of you and with tai chi as soon as you you have positions right and and the movement right you can feel it energizes you like crazy Mm -hmm. that's great yeah it's excellent for recovery too for anybody who's recovering from surgery or anything like that yeah it's really good yeah and tai chi is is a very is slow moving is it is it I've never I've never asked anyone so I don't know for sure but is it more than just um slowing down for with with you know your aikido and things like that or is it are there different movements or whatever yeah or there's different the forms same? associated I I guess you could call them katas to some degree there're different forms connected to tai chi or you could just make one up yourself but, but I would suggest people learn from an instructor and then qigong is nice because I'm sure you've done that or maybe not, but that's the one where you're just working with the energy itself and it's in your hands with your breathing and, and working with the universal life force energy. And that's very, very powerful for people who don't want to do a lot of movement. I mean, tai chi is not that move, 
movement oriented in my opinion. Anyway, it's pretty graceful, but Qigong is very, um, you can just stand there and, and work with the Qigong. Easy exercise. Well, I know that um, I, I, have, I, I haven't done that much Tai Chi because I had vertigo, so I, I fell over mm-hmm. easily and I kept knocking other people over too, so they kicked me out. But um, oh. but before I got kicked out, they were friends. Um, they, you know, they said, you know, you can't you can't work with the group because you're falling over and knocking everybody over and and laughing. And you know, for me, it was <laughs> funny. <laughs> it was like, here I go. <laughs> um, but um, so, but 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 the the one thing that I found was. You can't do it with with a videotape. You you can if you know exactly what to do. But starting out, you really should have an instructor because if you if if you aren't accurate with with what you're doing, you will not feel the run of the energy. And I think that's the most important thing to feel. Once mm-hmm. you click into oh, that, once you once you know exactly what that feels like, and it's the same thing with Reiki. Um, mm-hmm. Feeling the run of the energy is is so important. It's 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 a channeling of energy. It's it's opening yourself up to the universal source and 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 bringing that energy through your body. And uh, you know, and again, if you're if you're using your own physical energy, you'll exhaust yourself and you won't be able to move. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, it's uh, yeah. And, no, and that's a great outlet for people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and you can use it on your pets too, which I which I've always found was a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend who yeah. does it on her horses, and and um, I've done it on my cats and and dogs when I had them. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's 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 really it's a relaxing type. It's a relaxing form of energy, and and if if people are into their pets, there's um, there's also I can't remember the name of it now. I, I I've been kicking myself because I can't. Uh, uh, something touch. The, the something touch. Um, there's a certain um, form of, of of massage, Tellington touch, um, with animals that, that that relaxes them and that eases them. And there's a video. There are videos out. It's probably on YouTube. It's called the Tellington touch, and you use it with cats and dogs and and horses and all sorts of animals. So um, mm-hmm. I've seen. I've seen it used actually with wild animals as well. Um, brave people who did that, but um, I've seen it. I've seen it used on wolves, and I've seen wolves having experienced it. And these are these are wild wolves having experienced it would 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 literally turn up for a treatment in the wild. Wow! How interesting. The, the energy was so profound. Um, it was it, there was a woman who worked with a wild pack of of wolves and one of them had i think it was arthritis or something like that and it was almost crippled and they they did tranquilize it to a point to get it to a table where she could work on it and from then on the animal came and got on the table and it was wild amazing wow so, that says something right there yeah, no, Tellington Touch is, is is amazing and I'm sure that there's a YouTube there's a YouTube on everything. Mhm. Yeah, that's the only good thing about oh. YouTube. There is. Yeah. You can always look but, for but 
Now, spirituality is a, is a really important thing for people to be aware of, to to understand that it is not an extension of their religion. It is something, it is not instead of, it's alongside of um, a religious mm-hmm. belief system. And, and so it doesn't replace and it doesn't in any way conflict because we're talking spirit we're talking basically among other things the golden rule and mm-hmm. you know it, and and that is at the foundation of every religion out there so but it, but it's a, a genuine turning of your attention to you know you being a better person so that you can be a better person to other people so that so that there is a a flow of of kindness and love and 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 love is is a spectacular vibration. So, and, and part of mm-hmm. spirituality, you know, loving yourself, loving other people, and sharing that energy with them. Mm-hmm. You know, people are centered. They they are not conflicting with each other. There's no polarization. Definitely a universal language. Oh, absolutely. And and understanding with you know, because so many people are are relationship focused these days. Um, it's important that that you be whole in other in order to share with another person and and if they aren't whole then then there's not a balance and it doesn't work it's it's a matter of mm-hmm. of of loving yourself so that you can you can share that love with someone else and and uh so many people don't understand that so many people look are looking for love to complete themselves and and that's appropriate but it's loving themselves that is is what the true relationship is, and, and then mm-hmm. sharing with someone else. Yeah, exactly. They have to have themselves in, in balance first. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and that, that that's mm-hmm. part of spirituality. That's part. It's part of the whole. You know, when we talk about spiritual development, when we talk about spirituality, um, it's it's. It's understanding that there's a whole other um, genre that we can utilize that enhances our lives here and doesn't conflict with any religious belief system. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's the biggest thing I have struggled with 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 lots and lots of people. In that, you know, it doesn't it doesn't change what your religious beliefs are. You're entitled to them, and if they give you comfort and you know, if they make you feel good, then, then that's a great place to be. But you can be spiritual on top of that. And um, mm-hmm. I think one of the most interesting, I did a, a thing with um, doing spiritual baptisms in the spiritualist church one, one Sunday. And um, I, I told people, you know, that, that if they wanted to be baptized in spirit, you know, that, to come forward. <clears throat> and it was a spiritualist church. And... Um, People came in up 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 to the front of the church as though they were going to communion. I think most of them must have been Catholic at one time because they all did it beautifully. And mm. one man, when he finally got in front of me, he said, um, I'm an atheist. And I said, I don't care. And he said, well, I, I don't believe in God. And I said, I don't care. You still want a spiritual baptism? And he said, absolutely. And, and, and I gave it to him. And he looked at me mm-hmm. and he said, I felt something. And I said, I'm really glad. <laughs> and he said, but I'm still an atheist. I said, but you're a better atheist now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's a good one. Yeah. No, it, it's, nice. you know. It, it, it's, well, see, he it's has a spirit. There's have... consciousness there, right? 
You know, it's funny. Oh, they, they don't have to believe in anything. But it's when push comes to shove, we, we come from the stars, we go home to the stars. I say it a billion times, but it's true. And with that is uh-huh. our intel- intelligence, but it's also our spiritual blueprint. So they don't have to believe in anything, but they still are cosmic beings. Well, yeah. That's my dog and, in the background, and... by the way. Go ahead. Ah. <laughs> you should water. And... Yeah, I will. My senior dog drinking water out of the bowl. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> well, mine are both asleep on their trees. Oh, good. Nice. But, but they certainly have been tearing the place up. They always do. It, it's really interesting. Whenever I do a show that, that has something to do with spirituality of some sort, they end up here absolutely zonked out because the energy is so cool that, that you know, it just absolutely puts them to sleep. It's really, mm-hmm. it, it's very exciting. Um, and, yeah, and cats I think, are energy vampires, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but you know what the Chinese say about cats? Mm. They say that they are, they, their purpose is to draw heavy energy from a person's heart. And wow. you'll find that lots that lots of cats. I especially after my mom passed, one of my cats kept getting up on my sister's chest and just laying there. And and you know my sister's a cat person, so she loved it. She said, this, "She's never done this before." And 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 you know I said, "Well, Chinese say that they they pull heavy energy from a person's heart." And she said, "You know I do feel better." And um, wow. if you if if you when I did. Um, I did for 17 years. I had a meditation group in my house every week, and I found that my cats would would come in when the circle formed, and they would walk mm-hmm. around the circle, and 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 they would each pick a person, and they'd get up and they would sit on that person's lap or whatever. And I, wow. without failure, they always got on a person's lap that was going through an emotional problem. Hmm. Without failure. And and well, um, it it was because I would I would go to the person the people afterwards you know when we had coffee afterwards and whatever and I'd pull them aside and say you know the cat sat on your lap all all during the meditation and she said you know it was so comforting I've been going through such a tough time and you know and she'd tell me and she said it made me feel so much better that that there was that warm fuzzy there and you know I mm. I have to give it to the cats you know they they sought mm-hmm. the people that that we're having emotional problems and i think dogs don't do it to the same extent as cats do mm-hmm. um right dogs just dogs just love everybody and yeah um, definitely but but with cats if you have cats if any if people out there have cats if you pay attention you'll find that when you are going through upset they are closer to you than than mm-hmm. You know when everything is well and good and fine. Um, mm-hmm. You know there, there have been times when um, I have been upset over you know Lord knows what, but during those times I find both cats are on the bed with me and they sleep with me all night. And at other times mm-hmm. they they could care less. <laughs> you know? Nice. Yeah, they are psychic protectors and they do absorb psychic uh, negative energy, so it makes sense that they would they would do that. As you were discussing earlier. Yeah, I think they're wonderful beings. I know that whenever I do any type of ceremonial work or anything at all, my, my one cat hones in on it. He's very much like a familiar. And the other ones do too, but one is super attuned to, he loves incense. He loves everything connected to 
candles and meditation. He's he's amazing. Cute. Yeah, I um, I I think that that you know having pets is depending on what the pet is. Um, warm fuzzies, I love. Um, anything that is more reptilian, I I, I tend to um, veer away from. But but um, there is there is something about that that sense of you get into that zone, and they they mm-hmm. feel it, and they are drawn to it. And most people don't recognize that. I, I, of course, I treat my cats like people, and and lots of people mm-hmm. treat their animals like animals. And I, I guess a lot of it will depend upon, you know, how you are approaching having a pet in your life too. But um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's really it's it's phenomenal because you create a vortex of energy in your home. Um, and when I moved here, I, I fed the birds all the time, winter, summer, fall, when I lived in Connecticut. And when I came here, of course, bird feeders went up. And I didn't notice any birds around or anything, and I thought, well, I'll just leave them up and see what happens. And one of the things that I, I, I was always thrilled by in Connecticut was that there was at least one pair of cardinals that would come to the bird feeder. And I sat one day and I just sent out, I sent out the energy and I surrounded the bird feeder and I, you know, I invited cardinals in. The next day, I had 14 cardinals at the bird feeder. Wow, nice, very cool. So, so you know, you can you can invite them in. You can Mm -hmm. you know, and and I think that. Again, it's a way of playing with your energy, and and everybody should play with it. Energy is 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 fun to play with, so long as you aren't imposing on someone else's um, destiny pathway or anything like that. But you can create an environment that you invite things into, or you don't. Um, I do not invite mosquitoes or ants into my my energetic field. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one of the people you. here said. One one of the one of the people here in this complex, you know, was sitting talking to me and she said, You know, I've noticed something that's really kind of weird and I said, And what's that? She said, Everybody here is bothered by mosquitoes and you don't have any And hmm. I said, I hadn't noticed <laughs> and I hadn't. But it was true. Hmm. Um mm-hmm. I you know, wander around and I talk to other neighbors, you know, we're close and um I noticed that, you know, everybody was swatting at mosquitoes, and, and I got to my little section, and there weren't any. And, nice. I mean, it's I, I didn't, you know, I didn't spray any poison or anything. I just, you know, asked that the, the insects respect the flowers, and, you know, bees can come and pollinate all they want, but nothing that bites because I'll bite back. Nice. And, Set uh, your perimeters yeah. up. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> but but That's again, good. Good. again right. something else that you can do with your energy once you get connected to it, um, mm-hmm. you can you can invite cardinals. You can um do all sorts of wonderful things with it. And and the more use you get to using it, the more you use it, the the more str- the str- more strong it gets, the the more powerful it gets. Um you know, you 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 will do no harm, obviously, but it's a matter of being able to utilize your energy to enhance your 
your um, environment, and that's something that, that anybody can do. Um, my my home has always been a very peaceful place, and and you you create that. You create that by being that, and by working with your spiritual energy and stuff like that. So um, mm-hmm. I just noticed we're getting close to out of time here. So um, I think we did a really good job of spirituality stuff here. Oh, I think so, too. It's been a pleasure, as always, and uh, it's been wonderful here tonight. And I, I think what, what you know, we want to mention that, that we're going to, you know, continue doing spiritual stuff every other month, and then the other part mm-hmm. of the time we're going to go into Manly P. Hall's book that we both love, and mm-hmm. um, we'll we'll go into a chapter on whatever you choose for next month. <laughs> All right. Well, stay tuned for next episode of Neon Twilight. Yes. Absolutely. It's been fun. And I want to it's thank everybody for tuning in tonight, too. And Barbara, yeah, I just love communicating with you. It's, it's been wonderful. I really enjoyed this. Two hours just flew right by. It did. It did. And um, I think that, that um, sharing with each other helps other people understand how, how diverse everything can be. Mm-hmm. So um, don't feel anything is, you know, everything is fluid. And and the more that you are allowing yourself to flow with the fluidity that surrounds you, the, the, the more you enhance your reality completely. And even if it's attracting oh. birds to your bird feeder, you know. I think that's wonderful. That's a great art of manifestation right there. Very nice. Well, I'm impressed with that. It's, well, you know, I tried winning the lottery with it, and it didn't work. But I did, I did attract <laughs> birds. <laughs> this lifetime, I'm definitely not meant to be a millionaire. But I figured we'll give it a shot. What the heck? <laughs> well, 3 a.m. You'll get a bunch of numbers. Make sure you write them down. <laughs> you, you know, I've done that. It's a waste of money. If the universe wants me to have money, it'll manifest on its own. I'm not going to try to win the lottery because whoever wins it probably needs it more than I do. So there you go. Yeah. Well, um, let's see. You have you have two shows. You want to tell people where they can go to those other shows? Oh, sure. If anybody wants to listen to Hyperspace, it's over on KCR Digital Radio Network on Friday nights, 12 midnight Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Pacific. And then Raven Star's Witching Hour, which is on Saturday nights at um, freedomslips.com studioa, 12 midnight Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Pacific as well. So there you go. You've spread yourself well. I do, and so do you. You're a busy, busy lady, but we love it, and thank you for having me over here. It's wonderful. I enjoy it, and I hope everybody learned something tonight. Well, I sure did. So um, mm-hmm. it, it's been a total pleasure, and, and I want to thank you for spending, you know, the, the one night you do um, a month with us because um, I learn a lot, and uh, it, it's always so Likewise. much fun. <laughs> It is. It's just really. It's kind of like brainstorming on the cosmic scale. It's it's, it's wonderful. It, it definitely is, and and it's uh, a wonderful way to focus energy. Don't, don't forget the jigsaw puzzles, everybody. <laughs> mhm. So um, I'm gonna say good night and and thank you so much, Solaris, for being here, and thank you for everybody to everybody for listening and sharing. Uh, get back to us if if there are areas you want us to cover. Uh, both of us are open to suggestions. So 
um, let us know. You can find me at uh, barbaradelong at gmail.com, um, and the website is barbaradelong.com. You have a website, too, don't you? I do. It's Night Shadow Anomaly Detectives. Okay. You find me over there. And, and don't forget her Thank books. You. They're fabulous. They're fabulous oh, books. You. Those are on Amazon. So good night, everybody. Solaris, again, thank you. My pleasure. And thank you. My pleasure, too. This has been so cool. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This will be up on uh, YouTube tomorrow. Take care now and stay out of trouble.